too cheap on DraftKings. Russell Westbrook, easily my favorite play on the Monday Night Slate in tonight's Beast of the Night. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up here for Monday night. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, guys, whatever you want to talk about, good, bad, or ugly, that comment section is for you guys. Remember, thumbs up on the video if you enjoyed it. Don't forget your beast of the night. I want to hear who you like tonight, so get that in there as well. Guys, appreciate you stopping by. For rotogrinders.com, I am Beer Sansalu. Best of luck here tonight, guys. We'll take tomorrow off, only a couple games on the schedule and be back for a big Wednesday night slate, so stay tuned for that. Good luck, and we'll see you. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos. Going on, Rotor Grinders. Dean here at Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 520 in the East Coast, 220 in the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time, which of course means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. Joining me today, three man booth batting first, leading off DBTPFL. What's up, Stevie? Got a day in paradise. Still waiting. You know, I did a podcast like uh, feels like forever ago and we're still waiting to find out if Drew and um, Embiid are going to play, and you know that's kind of the dictating the NBA slate. Well, yeah, I mean that's we we have an entire uh, you know uh, segment that the body parts. We'll talk about that in a second, obviously, as far as who's in and who's out. And there, it's, I mean, it's 2019. Team. Like we have the Situation Room. Like, do we really need body parts still? I mean, I feel like I've been. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, I'm just asking, like. You know, no, no, no mentioned this on Twitter. Like, you, you, like, you know, follow the situation room. And to be fair, not everybody's a premium member here at RG. Uh, Why I mean, not? That, that, well, I don't, dude, I don't, <laughs> you can't. Well, they can win it. We'll talk about, actually, you know what? That's a good segue, Stevie. Right now, ignore the third guest for now. You can win yourself a free RG premium for a month. You know how you can do that? You rock the Broder Banners badge. You do that. Uh, Devin, fabulous multitasking producer, going to go ahead and drop that link in chat for you guys. Not just the regular chat, but also the YouTube chat. What's up, YouTube chat? Uh, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. That works as far as analytics, I suppose. Um, yeah, so if you, you have to incentivize people to rock the RG badge, and how we do that is if you finish in the top 10 in certain contests, you get one month free of RG premium. And there you go, Steve. You can get yourself the situation room, but uh, not everybody has that. Some people work throughout the day, and I figure I'll catch them up as far as body parts. We'll give that just a second, but let's say hello to one Travis Mangone. Mangone, how's, uh, how's Monday treating you? 
Yeah, money's treating me well. I don't think you're really a good manager, though. I mean, today we saw a lot of managers get hired, but you're batting Stevie first and me second. Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense there. But maybe because maybe Stevie's the better hitter in general. Uh, maybe that's yeah. why you want to get more at-bats out of him. But I don't know how many shows we got this year. So. This isn't the 85 Cardinals. Like, I don't want to play. It's I want the best hitters, you know, the bat the most amount of times. That's essentially where I'm at there, man. Go. Not to point fingers or anything. but And just so you know, you're batting through your third. You're behind me. Just a heads oh, up. Oh, man, that's rough. So, so you're a better hitter than me. You are lefty, though, yeah. so maybe you're mixing the line of up the right way but uh, yeah i will say uh stevie is probably the better hitter than me i can uh, concede defeat on that i feel like stevie's a lefty too but i could be wrong stevie you're a lefty. nope yes? i'm a righty oh well never mind so much of that there's video it. there's a video of me hitting home runs in angel stadium somewhere Brit divine had it did you hit it in the uh in, into the what the, the rock pile the rocks i did that's pretty awesome actually that's pretty cool um uh all right we have not a lot of time for pleasantries because just the way the nba schedule is uh, the start of the season uh, you know, we're getting two games here, 11 games there, two games here, 11 games there. And tonight is an 11 gamer. So as, as we mentioned, the body parts, who's in, who's out, the body parts we are monitoring. We saw one drop right before the show started. Uh, we kind of thought this one, but just confirmation's nice. Our Jack, our Jacks, Reggie Jackson, uh, speaking of baseball, basketball too, uh, he's out with his back. He's not going to be playing. Zach Collins is out for Portland, so they're going to be thin up front. He's got a shoulder. Uh, if you thought Paul Gasol might come back, he's not. He's still out with his Achilles. Wendell Carter's got a thumb despite his thumb. He's going to play tonight. Uh, a finger for Bogdan Bogdanovich, but he's probable as well. Harry, Harry Giles still out with his knee. Uh, Jeremy Lamb is out with a hip. Edmund Sumner is going to draw the start once again. Uh, Otto Porter, he's got a face despite having a face. He's expected to play as well. Ricky Rubio, first blood revenge game. Of course, he's not going to miss that. He's probable tonight with his knee. Uh, the two big ones we're monitoring, of course, which has uh, lineups kind of in a holding pattern right now is Drew Holiday. And his knee, he's currently questionable. Joel Embiid, he's got a, an ankle. He's questionable as well. He did appear at shoot-around for what it's worth, and I saw beat writers say Holiday did not appear at shoot-around. So if those are any sort of indicators, it seems like Embiid more likely to play, Holiday less likely to play, but again, stay tuned on that. Kevin Looney is out with a hammy. Uh, DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr. is out for personal reasons. Kadeem Allen is out with a knee. Uh, Mangone, what do we have? What's the most important thing? Well, I guess it's pretty obvious, right? Embiid and Holiday, that's what we're kind of waiting for. Yeah, Embiid and Holiday is the most important thing. But, Dean, I got my own list. You got your body parts list. I got my revenge list for today, man. We got all the revenge today. And I wanted to list it off for the people because people love the revenge. We got Bobby Portis against the Bulls' revenge. Al Horford, Evan Turner against the Hawks. They got revenge. Serge Ibaka, Terrence Ross. Stevie knows about that because he's a Magic fan. We got revenge there. It's, it's, it's old revenge, but... Uh, the newest revenge is OKC, man. We get the Westbrook, the Chris Paul. Even Harden's got a little revenge on his mind, I'm sure. George Hill revenge for the Cavs, LaMarcus Aldridge. He's got that revenge against Portland. And then, like you said before, uh, Ricky Rubio against the Jazz. So uh, th- those are the revenge ones. And then there's one narrative. Uh, if you're on Sumner today, the family and friends are in the audience there. Well, maybe he won't be as handsy as he was last time out. He got two quick fouls. And he, he basically was gone from that game after like three minutes into the third quarter or so. Um, but I guess the opportunity is there to some degree. And, uh, the revenge and first blood revenge is very important. First blood revenge for Westbrook, like we talked about, same thing with uh, Chris Paul, uh, same deal with uh, Rubio. 17th time around revenge is always the best. So uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, you got to play him. It's the 17th revenge game, I'd imagine, give or take. Uh, Stevie, you ready to dive in this? Do you care about the revenge, Stevie, or just this nonsense for you? What are you guys talking about? Yeah, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, I think it's I, a thing. There is one that I care about today. Chris Paul. That's it. Is he going to actually like try to play basketball? <laughs> I honestly really think that like Chris Paul is going to be very vengeance tonight. 
All right, yeah, uh, we'll talk about that game. I, I, that, that's obviously – I was surprised. That game is not on national TV. Like, it was an NBA uh, – you know, I know it's Monday night and it's not like the Tuesday-Thursday deal, but uh, NBA TV has selected the Pelicans game, which is going to be a lot of fun as well too. Pelicans versus Golden State. This should be highest total on the board at 236. We break it down game by game. We're starting first here with uh, a game that should not be on national TV, but I'll have it on the, uh, the quad box if nothing else. Chicago versus the Knicks, 224 is the total. Uh, it's fairly high. It's tight. Chicago, a one-point favorite here, Mangone. Uh, what enthuses us here about the Bulls, if anything? Yeah, I mean, the Bulls game isn't my favorite on the slate, but, I mean, it's it's a fast-paced game. There are some guys that you can look at for sure. If you look at some of the usage rates, there's three guys that have above a 25% usage rate on this team so far. And, again, these are very small samples we're working with. Keep in mind, I'll probably quote a lot of usage rates and what's going on with situations, but these are very, very small samples that we have going on. Levine, Markinen, and White. All have pretty uh, you know high usage rates, all above twenty five percent. Marketing, I think, is a really nice contrarian tournament option. Same with Levine; uh, they can obviously have some monster games, and they're going to be lower owned. But I think Kobe, Kobe White's like one of the better options for his price. Uh, someone that I think the price is just going to continue to go up. He's proven to be pretty talented, and they're giving him the run. He's getting the usage, so I think that's the guy on the Bulls. I might like the most for cheap, but these aren't a lot of cash game plays here. These guys are more tournament plays, in my opinion, today. Yeah, that's basically where I'm at as well. If, uh, if I'm interested in anything in this game, it's on the New York side, which is always uh, – it's tempered to some degree because they still have the same coach, and uh, we really can't trust that dude so much. Uh, Stevie, you have anything as far as Chicago that's worth noting? Of course, you can play Market, and of course, you can play Levine. Carter, I guess. I don't want to deal with the whole Sadoransky, uh, White, and Dunn thing. Those guys just not get enough minutes for my liking. Uh, speak to me as far as uh, the Bulls, if you have anything to add. And, uh, you know, the Knicks, I guess, are more interesting by default. Nothing else? Yeah, I like Markkinen. I think he's fine. Um, like that price range on Yahoo, especially like he kind of fits the build if you're going to end up in that price range. But outside of that, like I'm not reaching to play him today. I like his ownership. He should be pretty pretty low owned. Um, I like Kobe White on like DraftKings. Um, I don't really like him on FanDuel. I think that he's – I'm not worried about the last game. Um, you know, that kind of just got away from him a little bit. And I think Kobe White's a guy that is going to end up playing more minutes than Chris Dunn uh, for the most part. So don't really like him on Yahoo. His price at $16 on Yahoo just kind of, there's just better plays in that range on, on Yahoo. Uh, Barrett, he's going to get his minutes. That's one thing we could say confidently about the, the New York side. Uh, RJ Barrett should get plenty of run for sure. Elf Payton, his minutes have been all over the place. I would say his minutes are a tick more secure, I suppose, with Allen and Smith being out, of course, uh, you know, Nilakina is still available. He played all of a 30 seconds or so last game. The crowd's chanting for – I'm sure they'll be on it once again. The crowd's chanting. They want to see Nilakina play. Uh, not a great DFS player, obviously. Good defender, kind of a 3 and D guy. Just can't really shoot. Well, no, 3 and D guy. No, he plays good defense. It doesn't shoot particularly well. Uh, Randall, you know, he's, he could smash the two, the, the two categories as far as points and rebounds, put up a, like a 28 and 15 – Bobby Portis, he's got revenge. I don't know what that means, like who he's going to start a fight with on the Chicago side, um, you know, with Miritich no longer there. It's, uh, you know, what, what, what do you have for me, Stevie? Like, Barrett should play 35 minutes, which is interesting. And Peyton, in theory, could play up to 33-34. And Robinson, when he gets going, especially from a stocks perspective, Robinson theoretically could put up four steals and four blocks, and he can get there just that way. And the boards as well and some dunks too. Um, of course, he's super handsy. He's been uh, in a lot of foul trouble so far this year. New York side, what do you have for me? 
Yeah, like Robinson's been in foul trouble both games, so we really don't know what type of minutes like he's really expected to play because he can't keep his hands off of people. So if we're projecting him to get around like 24 um, minutes, then I, I think that he has a nice upside at his price. But real, realistically, I think Robinson's not in play for me just because it's like we have Jokic and we have Drummond. So like I'm paying up at center on most teams today. But R.J. Barrett is definitely in play, um, like you said, just playing a ton of minutes. And Elf is still cheap in places. He's not cheap enough on Yahoo. Like, you're probably not playing Elf Faden on Yahoo at $24. But there's still some sites out there that, like, you you can still um, play Elf Faden. I just don't think Yahoo's the place. Man, got anything to add here as far as New York? Are we, are we excited anything here? Or it's just be basically covered it. Yeah, I think you mentioned R.J. Barrett. That's kind of the guy I'd be looking at. You know, he's been a little bit under a fantasy point per minute, barely. And then, you know, 25% usage. Just things are going really well for him. And he's been way better than we've, I think, expected to start out the year. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of – I'm in on R.J. Barrett if he if he fits. Like, I think, you know, I'm running like 30, 30 lineups in tournaments. And uh, I think I'm going to have maybe a little even in the field or maybe just like slightly overweight. Uh, because I think Barrett is definitely a guy that could really, you know, his price could continue to rise and people might just still not want to play him. But uh, I think he's a pretty solid. Are you doing player. that, by the way? Are you running 30 laps tonight? Yeah, I got 30. I'm not, I don't normally do the multi-entry life, and yeah. I, uh, I, I'm trying to dabble in it more. I got 30 lineups uh, over on a, a different site than Yahoo, but you should totally play on Yahoo. Yahoo's got some good, great stuff going on there. <laughs> no, I don't, want, I don't want to say anything, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> excited about, uh, you know, starting to get more in the multi-entry life as long as just, crushing the cash games too but uh yeah i i think barrett's a guy right now i could pull up my script and see what i have him at uh i don't know i can't find it right now but yeah, i have a good enough amount of them fair enough i'm just surprised that you're always like a one lineup guy and we always have conversations off air uh, and you just sort of yeah you just you, you make like all these different lineups you stick to one and i'm like why don't you just throw all the ones you make in there and you're like yeah you kind of not wave me off but maybe uh you know Maybe you're starting to see the light in that. Uh, and who knows? We'll see how it works out for you. I know uh, it can't be any worse than opening night where you're locked in like Rondo, <laughs> but he's questionable. And, yeah, um, but I, I, I broke yeah. even that night in, in tournaments with uh, with Rondo at like 40%. So uh, whatever, uh, you know, it, it's fine. We're going to we're gonna try and take it down tonight, though. That was a tell, by the way. You locked in a player and, you know, it's a, you know, it's a pre – now we know what site you played on, right? Because you locked him in. Well, I didn't lock him in. I put 40%. But well, when you think the dude's like 1%, I pretty much had a lot of them. You couldn't pivot off him. How about that? Let's say that. Of course, uh, on Yahoo, uh, DK, you have late swap as well. Should mention, uh, Yahoo's featured contest tonight, $25,000 total prize pool. $10 to jump in there. The $25,000 baller, 5K to first. There's currently uh, 700 spots remaining. A UCF path is correct. Indiana, Detroit, 213 is the total. Detroit is a two-point dog here versus Indiana. Uh, we saw opening night, Stevie Drummond absolutely annihilated. He absolutely smashed. He pummeled whatever ads he want to use against this Indiana front court of Sabonis and Turner. Uh, no Blake Griffin, obviously. We saw recently where Drummond just gotten – he was handsy as well. He had some foul trouble. That's why if you're looking at the old game logs, that's why he kind of scuffled last time out. But uh, I think he's still too cheap, and I think he should smash once again. It's just a matter of how you're prioritizing the studs. But in no way, Stevie, am I going to besmirch the, the, the thought of playing Drummond. And he might be uh, almost – well, we'll see what happens with the you know the injuries that are out there, but he's a strong candidate to land up my cash lineups. What say you? I'm guessing we're starting with Drummond. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, like there's no reason not to play Drummond unless you're just going to play Jokic. Like uh, on most sites, you can play both of them. Like Yahoo, you can play both because of the center utility. So 
uh, Drummond's probably one of my favorite plays. Um, he'll be a guy that's like a staple for me. Um, I'm playing like one lineup per site tonight. So like uh, me and Travis are like switching roles here. So, um, and, and Drummond will definitely be in there. I think Derek Rose is another guy that's a staple for me. Like Derek Rose getting all the second unit u- usage right now. Plus he's finishing games with the starters. Um, so with Jackson out, like Rose going to finish the game, going to get all the usage with the second team, going to play – around 26 to 30 minutes like Derek Rose still very much in play for me and I like I like him on every site like I, I think that at $21 on Yahoo there's still upside at that price so uh, those are the two guys that I'm looking at um, from Detroit but I think we got to mention that Markeith Morris is still minimum salary on Yahoo so if you need the if you need the value I don't love it I hate playing him but you know he, he is there yeah, uh, and Fraser probably draws the start. I, I saw some speculation that the Canard Dog might draw the start instead of Fraser. We saw see if that happens. Uh, you talked about Rose and their coach speculated Casey was, was saying that they might extend his minutes a little bit. Not necessarily sure it's going to happen anytime soon, but uh, you know he's old, he's fragile, he's a high risk as far as injuries. He's looked great for like through what playing 25, 26, 27 minutes or so. And if he gets ex- extended to thirty, that'd be super exciting for him. Those three minutes going to make a world of difference. Uh, man, going, uh, you know, I know you're playing your 30 lineups. But you have your main lineups. Does uh, Andre Drummond appear in your main lineups? He's as of right now. Yeah, he he uh, he's going to be in 31 lineups if that gives you a tell. Like I, I'm pretty much all in on him. Uh, he's such an amazing play tonight. Uh, I'm not going to let the foul trouble in the last game bother me. Uh, I, I'm I'm high on him. Uh, the one thing that's really interesting about this uh, Pistons team in general, and uh, I, I'll leave the floor up to you guys. What do you think Derek Rose's usage rate is? Uh, any guesses on his usage so far this season? If you haven't looked yeah. it up, uh, I already know what it is. Yeah. Well, it was like 28, 29. I, I, and I looked at a bunch of them today. so I, It's I a lot higher won't. than that. It's okay. 37.5%, correct, correct okay. Stevie? Yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. right now. Like, And that's one reason why Stevie's hiring him. Listen, uh, I'm going to be playing some Derrick Rose. He's an awesome play. Cash games, it's a little more difficult to make happen, but uh, I don't know if he makes the optimal team, but he's a very good play. Other guys that are seeing pretty decent usage rates, Marquise Morris, he's still certainly fine. The price has gone up a bit. Like, I don't mind him if you're playing – uh, you can get exposure to him. And uh, a guy that's really cheap if you need a point guard pun, I think Tim Frazier is really interesting with Reggie Jackson out. Uh, he's been pretty solid. He saw about 22.6 usage percentage. And, uh, you know, if he's like the – I know like FanDuel is 3.5K. If you're over there, uh, that's a really nice price. So he's not a bad option to go to. Like no ceiling and, though, right? Like he shouldn't hurt you necessarily, but no ceiling. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a point per dollar guy, right? Like he, he'll definitely, you know, maybe get to that 6X, 7X. But he's not going to be this guy getting you 50 fantasy points. Stevie, you were going to say? No, I was just going to say, like, Derrick Rose's usage was even higher last game without Jackson, just to touch on what Mangone was saying. Yeah, he's running those with those secondary plays, uh, players, of course, and the bench players, and kind of running the show. Uh, the Indiana side, Stevie? You know, for a game that is not expected to have a ton of pace, like, I like the game stack here. Like, you can play Drummond and Rose and run it back with Brogdon. Like, we've seen him just kind of be, like, a staple since joining this team super safe with you know a ceiling and then like Edmund Sumner is going to be a guy that's going to play like 25 minutes he's minimum salary so like if you if we get news that Drew's going to end up playing and Josh Hart's not going to be like the default value on Yahoo like Sumner is ten dollars so like if you're looking to take a cheaper guard on Yahoo that's kind of how my build is going um he's a guy that I'm considering if we don't play um, Josh Hart. But yeah, Brogdon, Sabonis has a nice role right now. Um, I don't like Turner because he's a center. Again, um, you know, Drummond, Jokic for me. 
but yeah, Sabonis and um, Brogdon. Brogdon, like one of the top plays for me on the slate. Yeah, I would just throw a slight caution flag up on Sumner. Uh, last game, he he got two quick fouls, which whatever, that's forgivable when he came back into the game. And a lot of the stuff I was getting from the court IQ, and hey, we can, we can show the screen share and make sure why not. Uh, Devin's working the, the control back there and kind of show the people who control it. The, uh, the court IQ and then firing up the game tracker, it's like awesome stuff. And Sumner, yeah, he grabbed his two fouls here. And basically, again, it gives you a great picture as far as, um, you know, if you didn't get a chance to watch the game, you can't watch all 11 games. It's not really ho- possible. You know, you can't, it's hard to follow them all. And Sumner, last we saw of him, he played, what, uh, not even two minutes, Stevie, of the, of the third quarter and never saw the court again. And you see he was relieved by TJ McConnell, the savvy veteran. And then, of course, McConnell came out for Brogdon who closed. But I think also, yeah, Justin uh, Justin Holiday grabbed a bunch of minutes as well, too. So, yeah, some, uh, Sumner's starting the game. But, you know, there are some uh, reliable, competent backups there uh, in, in Holiday and McConnell uh, as well. So I, I think it's possible he can start and play like less than 20 minutes. And he's also, like, not very good. I know friends and family are lurking, but they might be displeased tonight. No, it, it really just goes back to, like I was saying, though, like if you're wanting a – you're playing three guards on Yahoo. You're playing a shooting guard, a, small, a point guard, and then just a guard. And, like, you're likely going to have one cheap guy there if you're if – you're, you know, playing Curry and somebody else. Like, so, like, I'm just saying, like, Sumner is min salary. Like, if he gets 25 minutes, like, it's it's perfectly fine with me. Yeah, and we're still sort of figuring out rotations and sort of figuring out how they're going to adjust to these things. And, you know, we don't know what they would do typically uh, with Lamb being out because Lamb's a new player as well, too. So uh, I'm just sort of speculating on the potential options. But, yeah, there's definitely a chance he plays 25 minutes as well. Uh, like I'm not, get, I, I'm not playing him on FanDuel or DraftKings. Just like throwing that out there. Fair enough. Uh, I know it's different positions, but would you rather play Sumner or like Marquise Chris? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Chris is like my favorite play on the slate. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of like another guy who's like trying to play Drummond and Jokic, Dean. So just to give you an idea, like. Oh, double center. I like it. I, I didn't realize that was your, uh, your plan of attack, but that's super interesting as well, which means you're anti-revenge, obviously, because if you can't play either one of the salary cap and with, uh, you know, with Drummond and with Jokic, you probably can't get Westbrook and Harden. Maybe Paul? We'll see. Uh, all right, Philadelphia-Atlanta, 222 is the total in this game, man, going uh, Philadelphia five-point favor as of right now. I mean, do you want to give me, like, the if-then stuff? Like, you know, if indeed plays, are we interested yeah, I mean, if Embiid plays, he's got a 31% usage rate. It's the highest on the team. And, you know, he's definitely a guy that you could play in your tournaments, right? And you don't have to play a lot of him to get overweight if you want to do that. But uh, I don't think I'll be, end up doing that. I'm just going to stay away from him completely. Not going to be something, a situation that I touch. Uh, if he's out, you definitely want to be getting on some Al Horford, right? Al Horford, he's got a 25% usage rate, a 1.15 fantasy point per minute guy. He's clearly gotten a nice boost there. Uh, Tobias Harris has always been great. Whenever we've seen uh, in the, the situation with Embiid out, Harris has always been really awesome. So I still think you can keep riding on Tobias Harris. He's such a, you know, steady guy for you. So I like him. Ben Simmons is another guy that I saw had some really nice numbers, obviously 23.4% usage rate, 1.34 fantasy point per minute kind of guy. Uh, He's definitely a really good option. I think he's more of a tournament play because I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing him. I think point guard, a lot of ownership is going to be concentrated on guys like Westbrook, Curry, maybe Lonzo Ball. And I think you can get Simmons at a lower ownership and he can have a really massive game here. Uh, So I think that Simmons is definitely a guy you want to be considering. Yeah, I was a little bit cautious as far as Embiid. Like, you know, look, he sort of uh, – the, the, the tank was empty to some degree at the end of the last season. Uh, Philadelphia is thinking the long game, and they have to be thinking about, you know, they want to burn him out in the regular season. They'll probably give him some rest spots as the, 
as we go along. But his uh, first half minutes against Boston was like, what, 13 or 14 minutes or so or something like that, which, you know, I don't want 28 minutes of Embiid. I want 32, 33 if I'm going to roster him and pay full price for him. And, of course, he can get there in 28 minutes. It's a lot more tricky. Uh, Stevie, I'm, I'm, I'm cautious here. And if he doesn't play, uh, I think Thibel's kind of sort of somewhat interesting. Atlanta, we know they were the worst team in basketball last year as far as turning the ball over. Uh, Thibel might play 20 to 25 minutes and kind of get there just on steals and blocks. And then it gets blocked a good bit as well, too. Not a big usage guy, obviously. And sure, there's a trickle down to everybody else. You can kind of add the same context to Richardson, who's an excellent defender as well. This Philadelphia team as a whole, just great defensively. Uh, Stevie, Philadelphia thoughts? Um, I kind of want Embiid to play, so I don't have to play anybody from this team. Uh, that's mm-hmm. my thoughts. Like Embiid is an excellent pivot um, in tournaments off of Drummond and Jokic. If he does play, he's going to have much lower ownership. We're getting deeper and deeper um, into the slate or into the day. So, with him still being questionable, his ownership continues to go down. So, if Embiid doesn't play, you can play Tobias. You can play Simmons, um, Tybal, Mike Scott, however you want to approach it. Like, there's a plenty of value if Embiid doesn't play. But I'm kind of hoping Embiid plays. Still don't hate Tobias. Um, I guess I forgot to mention Al Horford, too, if Embiid said so. Yeah, like, if Embiid plays, I probably won't end up playing anybody from Philadelphia. Um, but if Embiid sits, I think you can look at these guys for sure. Two former Hawks there, uh, Mango. I'm not sure if they're on your list or not. The paper company, uh, paper company, Mike Scott, and, of course, Al Horford as well. Uh, Mango, on the Atlanta side, I don't like to pick on this Philadelphia defense. I think it's really, really good, but we can't ignore. Speaking of, uh, uh, of usage, I think Trey Young's in the 40s. Is he not through a couple games? I feel like he is. Does that sound correct, Mangone? You playing along here at home? We lost Mangone. Well, how about that? Good. You know, we get we put Mangone on the flagship show, Stevie, and this is what happens. Unbelievable. Well, Stevie, internet, a wonderful thing. <laughs> well, what what are your thoughts on Trey? I will take the L by the way on Trey Young. I said uh, when I first well, I don't watch college basketball, but I, when I first started watching him in the pros and first started out, I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying it. I don't think this guy is going to be a thing, and he's just been absolutely awesome. I don't really want to face this Philadelphia defense. Richardson's a really solid defender. It's about Thibel being an awesome defender. Simmons is a good defender. But, like, it's not like football where, like, the Dolphins are going to get shut out. Like, you're still going to put up 100 points. Um, sorry to your Dolphins, Stevie. That wasn't a shot. But, uh, you know. They need to win tonight. Keep going. They, sorry. They need to? <laughs> yeah, they have the pick from Pittsburgh from the trade. They need to win this game. You got you to save, save your picks. You got to thread the needle, though, because then you're, you're, you're risking the number one. No, pick, you play you? Cincinnati later in the season. Like, you, you've already <laughs> lost to Washington. Like, you control your own destiny, even by beating the Steelers. But um, as far as, like, Trey Young goes, the dude has a 38% usage rate. And when you're looking at this team as a whole, there's nobody on the starting unit that's really going to take usage from him right now. Like John Collins is still going to get his Parker is on that second unit. So we don't really have to worry about him stealing usage. So like even in a tough matchup against Philadelphia at really low ownership, Trey young is a great tournament play. Like I wouldn't play him in cash games. Usually like at 38% usage, we're looking at guys in cash, but we got to kind of respect the defense here from Philly, but um, I, I do think that Trey Young is in play for tournaments. I don't think John Collins is the worst play in the world, but for the most part, I'm kind of off of Atlanta here. Um, better value on, on other teams. And the only reason I have interest in Trey Young is we're currently seeing him around like 2 to 5% projected ownership. Which seems crazy with how well he's been doing, but like I guess that's a general respect for the Philadelphia So side. many guards on the slate too, Dean. Think about it. Like There's so many guards to play today. 
Oh, no, I appreciate it. And uh, I, I probably won't get much uh, of Young, but um, maybe if, if Embiid's not playing, I'll have a little bit of mini stack with Young and like three guys in Philadelphia. Well, I know Mangone is back because I hear things lurking and crashing in the background. <laughs> Mangone, I think we lost him again. Did we lose him again? Dude. That was my phone. I knocked my phone off the stand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about your uh, Orlando Magic. O-Town, 211 is a total versus Toronto. Uh, they are five-point dogs here, which seems like not a lot, but okay. Respect to Orlando or a lack of respect for Toronto, the defending champs. Of course, there's no longer Kawhi. Uh, what are your thoughts here as far as the Magic who – you know, not a lot. I mean, you could play some guys, but I'm not enthused about this game as a whole. Sell me on something. Like if you're rolling, if you're rolling 40 teams in the $10 tournament on Yahoo tonight, like maybe you take a shot on Fultz just because he's been salary. We've been talking about like, you know, using one of the guard positions as like a punt type play. Fultz is min salary. He's going to play 20 to 22 minutes and he's averaging over a fantasy point per minute. That's enough for two X on Yahoo. That's fine with me on Yahoo. So, um, but yeah, like the Magic, this is pretty much the same team we saw last year. Like nothing's really changed. They brought in Aminu. He's playing like a twenty-five minute role right now. But in certain spots, you can you can play the Magic. But right now, I'm pretty much off of them. I do think if Fultz keeps playing good, and I said this on the morning grind today, if Fultz keeps playing good, I think he'll eventually take DJ's starting spot. And when that happens, we need to jump on it before his price raises. But um, you know, you guys are all about your revenge and like Terrence Ross is, you know, <laughs> going back to Toronto here. So I'm sure man gone had that one all like um, primed up, ready to go. Travis. Uh, yeah. Boss. Yeah. So I'm finally back. I don't know what was going on, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not playing any Terrence Ross. I'll be passing on that. That does not seem like a uh, good time to me. We did get some news though. that came through. I don't know how significant it really is though. Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, they're limited to 30 minutes and Kevin Hurry, he's limited to 20 minutes. So just wanted to let you guys know. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Herter's been limited all year long, and I guess they, that feels an extension. I, I don't think Herter, Herter had a 20-minute uh, limit before, so um, maybe that's interesting. But, yeah, like, it's probably not that interesting. And how about this game, Mango? You came back for Orlando-Toronto. Is this, is this bad timing by you? Because there's – I mean, I love Pascal Siakam, and he's certainly interesting in the tournament any, any given night. But I'm probably not going to have much just because this game is kind of a snooze fest for me. Yeah, I thought the first time I got kicked out when I, I came in and you guys were talking Dolphins, Steelers, I was like, man, this show really uh, hit the fan. But uh, <laughs> Don't pretend like you aren't Max entering the showdown slate tonight. <laughs> Not Max entering, but I will be playing the showdown slate. <laughs> you call but, Captain Walton. <laughs> Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyways, uh, the yeah, I'm not really in on this game. I don't think there's too much to love. Uh, I was definitely Xing out a lot of Magic and Toronto guys, and I don't see any of those guys really being too cash viable today. Stevie, you have a final, a final thought as far as this game? One of my least favorite games in the slate. Um, Serge Ibaka is pretty cheap on Yahoo if you end up there, but again, he's a center, so probably not playing him. And Fred Van Vliet is definitely a guy you can look at most nights. So if you want to play him, I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, I actually don't mind him. He's been really good and, and has been shooting as well. So, yeah, I think that's one guy I actually do have a little bit of exposure to. Yeah, that's my thought too. I don't mind him when I'm probably not going to get him. But I don't hate it. Like if I land on him as the last man in, I suppose I'll, I will click to, you know, uh, let's go for it. What is it? Submit. Uh, Golden State, New Orleans, 236 is the total. That's a massive number. New Orleans, five-point favorite here. Uh, Golden State coming off a game where they got absolutely shellacked last night. They've been shellacked. They've been pummeled twice so far this year. Uh, turns out they're not as good without uh, Durant and Clay Thompson. Uh, Curry there with, a, you know, Russ, there's still some talent there with uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh, who 
uh, got kicked out of the last game for what it's worth. Draymond Green as well. We were expecting Marquise Chris to draw the start here at center, Stevie. I mean, 11-game slate, you say he's your favorite play, and I understand why, but it's always that's a scary sentence. And he's kind of chalky as well, too. I think he's fairly chalky. Uh, sell me on Marquise Chris, because I have a slight hesitation, besides the fact it's just Marquise Chris, but you, you give me the pitch. Well, I'll, I'll give you guys like some free info into premium today. So I broke down Marquise Chris um, in premium tags today. And like when we looked at last game, he got two quick fouls again, um, first five minutes of the game. Obviously, this can happen any night. So he still played, he still managed to play like 18 minutes before like they pulled everybody for the garbage time um, last night. So like if no garbage time, if no foul trouble, we're looking at around 25 minutes for almost min, min salary pretty much on almost every site. So starting here, just being out there, New Orleans, it's not like they have like this overpowering big man right now with Zion Hurt. So like the matchup is fantastic. It's going to be back and forth, up and down. Like hopefully he can just keep his hands to himself. Um Spellman played a lot in the garbage time. He's kind of like interesting because he is, he was the next guy in like a lot of people are talking about Pascal and like Spellman was the next guy. So like if Chris gets in foul trouble, they don't correlate well together, but like Spellman is the interesting like pivot play. Yeah. Spellman. Oh, I've spelled. I didn't want to use that pun, but that's, that's what happened basically with Chris in the, in the first quarter. Uh, he ran and played uh, from, what, so seven minutes to go in the first all the way to the end of the first, and he played, uh, looks like, what, three or four minutes into the uh, the second quarter. Then Chris took it all the way down to, like, the one-minute mark, and he came out for, looks like, Draymond Green, who came back in. My, my one hiccup here, as far as, besides the fact that Marquise Christie is it, um, we can see a scenario where Draymond just plays the five, and this game goes super small. And I was looking at New Orleans as well. We'll talk about them in a second. Uh, the New Orleans side – Favors is basically only playing the start of the first quarter and the start of the third quarter and playing like 20 minutes or so or something like that. And this game should be fast-paced. And it's not really built for Favors. It's not as old as you think he is, but he feels a lot older than he actually is. He doesn't feel like a guy that plays in a fast-paced game. They also have Melly, who's another big man. They also have Okafor, another big man. But uh, we saw last game with New Orleans, they closed against Houston the last seven minutes of the game with Brandon Ingram at the five. Now, of course, the Houston side had Capella out as well, and P.J. Tucker was playing the five. The game went small. So I would throw up the caution flag a little bit on Chris. That doesn't mean I'm not playing him in cash games, but I think he's certainly fadeable. Uh, what about Curry? Steph's not going to like continue to shoot this terrible, right? Yeah, I think Curry is a top play today. Like, you know, one of the reasons that you're not going Jokic and Drummond is because you're playing Curry. So, yeah, um, I like him a lot. I don't really like D'Angelo Russell. Like, he hasn't really got the price decrease for being on Golden State yet. Um, he's just not – he doesn't have the same role as he did with Brooklyn. So, um, I like Curry a lot. Like, he's he's definitely in play. And, yeah, the worry for Chris in this game going small is there. But even if the game goes small, we still should see around 20 minutes. And, like, he's just a guy that even in a 20 minutes should be really close to a point per minute, and he still doesn't kill you. Yeah, doesn't kill you, but I don't know if he makes you. Like, yeah, he should be fine. Yeah. Uh... You know, Anytime where there's a chalk value play, like he's a guy you can pivot off of in tournaments in general. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm making the uh, the argument for, and I, I, I think I'm probably going to be off him in some tournaments. Of course, I'm going to play. Well, I, I won't say of course, but he's definitely in my pool for cash game play. Uh, Mangone, I assume he's in your pool as well as far as Chris. Is Travis still with us? Or is yeah, he I'm again? back. I'm back. I don't know. <laughs> 
This is so frustrating. My internet just keeps going out. I have no idea what's going on. It's so uh, frustrating. I was going to pay go, the bill. I was maybe going to reset the router, but I was like, you know, it's too late for that. Like we're just, <laughs> just gotta, you know, power through this one. So um, hopefully I don't catch any more fouls. That's three fouls. I got three more to give, but uh, where are we at? Uh, I was asking you about Marquise Chris and the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors are great plays all around. I mean, Curry, D'Angelo Russell, both strong plays. Same with Draymond Green, Marquise Chris. Those are all guys I'm probably going to be pretty overweight on. Uh, I, I think Chris is one of the better values of the slate. Draymond Green, he's, a, he's an awesome play too. Uh, one thing, I get it, he struggled a lot to start the year, but the price is down now. So I think Draymond's interesting, but Curry is probably the top, arguably the top play of the slate. Uh, one of the point guards I'm really, really heavy on today. Uh, Mangona Spallers on the Orleans side, like Brandon Ingram has just been awesome so far this year. Uh, the assumption with uh, well, not the assumption, but if Holiday is out, he's elevated. Lonzo Ball is elevated. Uh, you know, I, I'm a little bit cautious as far as favorites. I've seen projection models project him for 24 minutes tonight, and he hasn't played 24 minutes all year. I don't believe like 20, 21, 22, or something like that. And again, he's not closing. Uh, he's off the court a good bit. We talked about Ingram playing the five as well. Uh, Josh Hart has been smashing, taking advantage of Holiday being out. The rookie, uh, Na, uh, Alexander Walker, has been a disaster so far. So I have no interest there. Uh, and Kenrich Williams has been a pretty solid uh, – you know, he could be like an answer to Chris. Or if you're game stacking it, you can play both those guys. And, you know, you can get a pretty cheap game stack. You're playing some cheap dudes. Depending on who you're playing, obviously you can get Curry uh, and Ingram and guys like that in there as well. But your favorite Pelican under the assumption that Holiday is out and what if Holiday's in? Yeah, so uh, if Holiday's in, it really kind of muddies things up here. Like, we know Gentry. He's got, he said basically, like, oh, this is a young team. We're still trying to figure ourselves out. And he, he's kind of all over the place with what he's doing rotation-wise. So um, I don't think Lonzo Ball is as much of a must if Drew is in. I still think he's a fine play. But, listen, if Drew's out, like, Lonzo's one of the one of the better values on the entire slate. Uh, we know he'll be closing with Lonzo then a ton. We have some proof of that. And, it, listen, if Lonzo, like, gets hot and makes shots – like you're going to have that absolute ceiling game. You know he's a guy that pads the stats, right? Like he gets the assists, the blocks, the steals. He he gets a ton of that stuff. And I think that Lonzo Ball, and he could have a huge, huge ceiling game here. So if Drew is out, like you want to be a heavy overweight on Lonzo Ball. Uh, take a look at our ownership. As of right now, obviously, Jimino and his team, they're always tinkering. All at the lock gets finer and finer as uh, more injury and news comes out. Currently, Chris at 15%, which I think is a little bit low, but we shall see. Stay tuned on that. Stevie, the Pels, your thoughts? Yeah, like, I think Van Gunn summed it up. Like, if Drew doesn't play, you play Ingram, you play Ball, you play Josh Hart. If if Drew does play, I think the biggest downgrade is Ball. I think Ingram is fine no matter what. Um, Josh Hart would play less minutes. So, I, I don't know if I necessarily would, would fade Josh Hart still if Drew plays, but I, I think I'd be a lot and lighter on him. And then, like you said on favors, like, I don't like Derek Favors in this game. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't think I don't think there's any chance I'm playing. I don't want to say definitively, just in case they land on him and all of a sudden some of that, that lineup smashes and it's like I'm moving the needle or whatever. But highly unlikely I play Derek Favors tonight. Cleveland, Milwaukee, two twenty three and a half is a total. Milwaukee's a fifteen point favorite here, Stevie. Uh, this feels kind of like a catch me up game. The Cleveland side, I have a hard, uh, you know, uh, I'm having a hard time endorsing anybody. Thompson and Love. Should I mean, in theory, this game is closed. They should be doing some things. Garland's getting some minutes, but young kid's still figuring things out, and he's not doing a lot, obviously. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the clear best play in this game if you want to pivot off the other studs. Uh, otherwise, I, mean, I guess George Hill is kind of sort of a cheapie depending on where you're shopping. He's 3.3K on DK, and he's a guy in a different position that can certainly outscore Chris. We've seen him play a good bit of minutes as well, too, uh, with Bledsoe kind of dealing with an injury as well. And 
I, I don't know, Middleton, Matthews, whatever, they should be fine. Lopez should be fine, but not necessarily something I'm seeking out. It's basically Giannis or nothing, maybe a punt with Hill, Stevie. How about you? Uh, Tristan Thompson on Yahoo is 17 bucks. Like, if you're not doing double – if you're not doing Jokic and um, Drummond, like, you can definitely look at Tristan Thompson. The price is fantastic. Like, he's, he's playing the minutes right now. Um, the only way that I would play this game on DraftKings, FanDuel, other sites where Tr- Tristan Thompson is, just, like, not underpriced is just game stacking it, like, playing Love and Giannis and, like, getting three pieces of this game – because that's the only way Giannis goes off is if this game stays close. So um, Giannis can have a big game here and like be a difference maker, but the game has to stay close right now. Um, I just don't see this one staying close. Megan, your your internet was probably out before when I took the L on on uh, Trey Young. I, I was just wrong on him. But can you do me take the L on Giannis and Tenacupa before you embarrass yourself even more? You trash talk this guy all the time. He's one of the best, if not the best, fantasy player in our world. Uh, but you don't like Giannis for some inexplicable reason. And you're not here to defend yourself, apparently. <laughs> what is going on, Stevie? Next um, game. <laughs> all right, yeah. I mean, but I mean, will you just say, Stevie, you'll back me up this one? It's preposterous to not like Giannis when you play. Do I, I hear a microphone? Is that Mango? Yeah, working? I'm. I'm back. My my internet was. It says it's unstable. Fourth it's, foul. That's your fourth foul. By the way. <laughs> this is not going well here. I need to you know keep my hands to myself here. I was just about to message Devin on Slack on my phone and be like, I don't know what's going on. But uh, you told me to take an L on Giannis. I'm mad. I missed your uh, Trey Young L. And listen, I'm not saying Giannis is a bad player. It's just like. When it comes to the studs, I just prefer to play other guys normally. Like the Bucks are always in these games where I expect blowouts and stuff. And I actually looked up Giannis's numbers to start the year, and I was like, "Oh, great! Giannis is absolutely going crazy." Yeah. Um, by the way, Joel Embiid, uh, game time decision we just got, so that's frustrating. Oh, great! That's good. That's helpful. Lovely. Thanks, um, but Giannis, thirty-six percent usage rate, two point zero six fantasy point per minute, and the Bucks are the fastest paced team in the league. If you're playing Cavaliers in tournaments, run it back with Giannis. Just plain and simple. Like if you're going to play Kevin Love in a GPP, run that thing back with Giannis, please. I also don't hate Garland on the Cavs side, but uh, and, and George Hill's fine. I don't mind him where you can get him cheap, but uh, this is kind of a catch me up game, and again, I'm not getting too much exposure to. Just a fair warning, Mango. We're going to go by college basketball rules. Your fifth fifth foul, you're out. That's it. We're not giving you six fouls. <laughs> We're just going to give you five. I understand. Now he's not even there to hear that, I don't believe. I think he has got his fifth foul. He's fouled out. Stevie, we've officially fouled out Mango. Is that it? Ready to kick him out of the game? Next game. Yeah. Okay, see you in Houston. Uh, all the revenge. John Wicks will be watching this game tonight for sure. 227.5 is the total. High and tight. Well, not too tight because, okay, he's a 10-point dog. Uh, on a back-to-back with travel as well. You said uh, Chris Paul's one of your favorite plays tonight. Of course, the former Rockets. Tell me why Chris Paul is going to be motivated to play basketball this evening. <laughs> um, they just didn't end on good terms. Like Houston, Harden, Chris Paul did not end on good terms. Like Chris Paul is not like overly expensive either. So like it, it's not like he's extremely expensive and like you're taking a huge risk playing him here. So. Throughout the season and for the season, I like SGA more, uh, just so everybody knows. But this game, I like Chris Paul. Like, uh, SGA is still really, I don't want to say cheap, but like probably the best buy on Yahoo. His price has steadily gone up. But, you know, this is a 3 and D guy last year, and it's basically – this is his team now at OKC, right? Like his usage, I think, is 29%. He crushed the preseason as well too. Uh, Paul was like yielding to him. Um, yeah, I, I like him a good bit uh, on Yahoo. Other spots, it's sort of tricky with the price. Of, sort, of course, in a game stack, he's a good play as well. Um, you have anybody else on the OKC side that's worth a look, or you want to jump to Houston? Those two guys. Uh, that's really it. Like, we don't need centers today, so, like, those two guys. Uh, 
Westbrook or Harden? You can only roster one. Um, probably Westbrook, I, and that's going to be my answer a lot this year. Um, but honestly, I think that like you could play either one of these guys. But on Yahoo, they're just the the price on these guys are kind of expensive, so it's it's really tough to. I feel like trust either one of them, but um, they both have a really good ceiling. Even playing together, they have a ceiling. So I, Westbrook slightly over hardened because I'm saving five bucks, but you know, that's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a feeling, I have a funny feeling Harden's three point percentage is going to turn around. He's currently three of 26. Uh, and he's still like putting, you don't think he'll shoot lines. that worse that bad the whole season. I feel that's like a hot gonna... take Dean. I feel like he's going to improve on that. <laughs> I'm being told by chat that Mangone apparently is back. I don't see him. I'm back, and the producer said if I I got one more shot, and if not, I got to stay out. So this is my sixth foul coming up, and I'm um, praying mm. I can survive. But uh, we'll have to see. Some people in chat are saying I got to. I don't have to. Uh, I didn't sweat today. I, I can just uh, put the street clothes on. No need to shower <laughs> after the game. Uh, it's a good time there in the You're chat. Like Ryan Scalabrini, like back in the day or something like that. Uh, Waving the towel for me and Stevie and all our usage today, I suppose. But you missed the part where I fouled you out. We're doing college rules, but I suppose we'll let you stick around now because after five fouls, you'll be gone. But uh, what are your thoughts as far as uh, OKC and Houston? Be succinct if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, OKC, Houston. Uh, listen, the problem is Chris Paul, the situation that's kind of been going on with him. His usage rate is at 21%. Uh, Mike Gallagher had a really good tweet. Uh, SGA is up to uh, 10th in ball handling and PNR, and it's up from 4.8 last season. Like, SGA is a phenomenal tournament play, even though the price has gone up. Buy in on SGA, uh, load up on him. Uh, on top of that, uh, obviously, like Harden and Westbrook, it just depends on what their price is. Uh, I-, I think Eileen maybe drafting Eileen Westbrook just because he's cheaper. It's like $700, but... Um, they're all, they're all three of those guys are for are all three of those guys are phenomenal plays SGA Harden and Westbrook uh, Harden's due for that positive regression in the three point department. Yeah. Capella not closing last game. I think Westbrook stealing his rebounds. Some shocker of shocker Westbrook stealing rebounds from his center. Uh, you know, you could play Capella in tournaments for sure, but like I'm not nearly as enthused about him this year, at least as of right now, as I wouldn't be in years past. And Adams is kind of a, you know, not really a fellow you don't want to want to scrap with so much either. So I don't think Capella is necessarily the strong play. Let's move on to the next game. Portland Spurs, 223 is the total. Spurs, six-point favorite, Stevie. Are we excited about this game? I guess we got to talk about Super Mario, right? Mario Azonia? Yeah, like, obviously, any anything that you're going to read today, like, Mario is one of the better value plays on the slate. And I'm not disagreeing with that by any means. But I do think, like, as we continue to see his ownership creep, like, Rodney Hood becomes, like, an excellent pivot. Um, Rodney Hood's going to play 30 minutes. Um we think Mario Hazonia is going to get a bump in minutes. We're, we're kind of expecting that. But, like, if we're seeing Mario Hazonia projected for 40% and Rodney Hood projected for 5%, like, there's reason to play Hood in tournaments. But you're you're more than likely playing Mario Hazonia today in, in cash games. Yeah, in cash games. But I, I agree with you. I'm not certain he's going to play 25 or 30 minutes like some people suspect. Uh, we've seen uh, the coach here in, in Portland shuffle his rotations all the time. Azonia, of course, a new piece to this team. Uh, is, if you look at the the on-off stuff, uh, you know, Hazonia probably wasn't going to play after he came out at the seven-minute mark. He only came back in because Whiteside fouled out, which is a weird thing to say. And then they all of a sudden shuffled. Uh, who closed that game at center? For, for uh, Oh, he closed the game at center, Azonia, right? He was kind of forced to, which is weird to say. He's not going to play much center, I wouldn't assume. Uh, they have other pieces. They have Scala Sierra is another big that's lurking. Like you said, like Hood is probably still going to play 30 minutes or so as well. Uh, Mango, I'm sure, I would imagine, Hazonia is probably one of your foundation pieces for cash today. 
But what are you doing with your, your 30 lineups? Is he somebody you're fading? Because, I'm again, I'm not certain uh, he's going to play 30 minutes necessarily. There's other options here. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do with that. I have a lot of Hazonia. Uh, Rodney Hood is definitely a really good pivot there, I think, that I would look to uh, in a similar range. And on the same team, right, you can get some leverage on Hazonia. But uh, definitely a cash game guy. I do have a lot of Hazonia right now, though. I'm kind of loading up on him and Hood a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I still think he's going to be fine. I don't even want him to be, like, starting. I want him to be having all that second-team usage to himself and, and crush. So uh, I'm perfectly fine with that. And, by the way, earlier before, Stevie, like, cut out for a second, and I thought I caught my foul. But the rest, they, uh, they, they, they gave the foul to you, Dean, instead, and uh, I'm good <laughs> on the game. Trust me, I wasn't raising my hand to, to claim it. Uh, <laughs> and other, other parts, like Anthony Tolliver, a 3 and D guy, is another option they could use. Like, he's the guy they can run out there and just grab some minutes. Uh, not so up a lot of usage, but he's one reason why Hazonia might not be in the court. And then, of course... But, but you know, Dean, that's, that's good, because he gets to play with Lillard, and he gets to play with McCollum, and then we don't want Hazonia. We don't want him with Dane. It's and, not good if he keeps him off the court. It's good if he's on the court with him. They're going to play side-by-side, side, you think? Maybe. We, I would. I mean, I'd rather Hazonia get all that second-team usage and then close it out. That's what I'm hoping, right? That's what I hope ends up happening. We get Hazonia with that second-team usage so he can do very well there, and then uh, you know he gets to close out that's the ideal scenario for his own tonight. I'm just saying that there's plenty of options for Coach Stotts, and historically he shuffled those rotations up to, to an unpredictable uh, you know, way, and it's a new toy. Tolliver's a guy that played three minutes last game. Scala Basier played five minutes. Those guys could play zero, or they could play 15 or 20. Who knows? Yeah, uh, they, depends if they get in foul trouble like me, so we'll have to see. White side foul trouble can definitely lead to more his own minutes as well, too. What about the San Antonio side, Mangum? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you talked about like the Murray stats, but he's been amazing so far to oh. start the year. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge uh, in the revenge game spot. Uh, that that's definitely intriguing. Like the problem is, I don't love playing too many Spurs. Like I'm not all in on these guys. Like I kind of just if I was building a script out of Spurs, like I would want to limit one Spur on probably every single team. So yeah, you can mix and match his zone. Uh, not his zone. Yeah, uh, Aldridge, DeRozan, and you can mix in guys like Murray and Derek White. But I don't want to go too crazy with those guys. But Murray's probably my favorite of all. So the thing with Murray, he's been awesome. I think he's averaging like 1.8 fantasy points per minute, give or take, but he's not playing a ton of minutes. He's coming back from his ACL. They signed him to a long-term deal, and San Antonio is going nowhere. We've not seen him close yet. Uh, basically, he's just playing like the first five or six minutes uh, of each quarter, and that's it. Uh, but now he's been getting there because he's been absolutely incredible. But, uh, Stevie, what, what are your thoughts as far as Murray? Uh, he's just getting 23, 24 minutes or so. Sure, if he continues what he's doing, yeah, but I don't know how uh, we can just assume that's going to happen. He's very good at basketball, but yes. minutes matter. So until they kind of lift this minute restriction, his price is caught up to how good he is. Like we played him, like I talked about him the opening night, and like his price was fantastic. But honestly, like where his price is at on most sites, I think you can still play him on Yahoo at 23 bucks, but. His his price is caught up to the production. Um, I think Brian Forbes is in play. Uh, if we're you know looking at the Spurs in general here, he's min salary on a lot of sites. Like he's he's another guy that like if we get news that Drew does play and I don't play Josh Hart, Forbes is a guy that I'm kind of looking at. He's going to play 30 minutes. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge doesn't seem to be talked about a lot today, and like this is a spot that it seems like a really good spot for him. Well, he's just, like, not a sexy play. He's, like, 35 years old. He only hits two categories, really. But, like, he is fine, but he rarely breaks the slate, and he rarely crushes your team. And it's an 11-game slate. That's all. That's the reason why, right? Like, no, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, he's okay. I, n- nobody ever wakes up and says, I can't wait to play the Marcus Aldridge tonight. 
Like that, I can't imagine the circumstance that would have to go down. You know, you know what I, you know what always happens when I see Lamarcus Aldridge. I, whenever I'm like, you know, looking at a bunch of teams and seeing what's what's going on, you know, you take the lineup builder on on uh, Roto Grinders and you crunch them and you see like uh, 20 lineups. And I see a lot of Lamarcus Aldridge. I'm like, is it really Lamarcus Aldridge day? Do I really yeah. got to do this today? Like, no. so uh, three games left. 11 minutes before he steps aside and make way for crunch time. Uh, Andy Means, I think JSU is joining, but I want to say it's a three man booth along with uh, Roth. If you guys are premium members, stay tuned for that. Obviously. Uh, Utah Phoenix two thirteen and a half is the total. Uh, three games here, about ten minutes. We got to make it succinct here, Mangone. Phoenix is a five point dog here versus the Jazz. Of course, it's a low total as well, two thirteen and a half. Yes, first blood revenge game for Ricky Rubio. But are we enthused about this game? Yeah. No, I'm I'm not enthused about this game. I mean, I think the the front court of the Suns is interesting. Like you could still go with Kelly Oubre if you want. I know the price is getting up there, but he's been phenomenal start out the year, and he's he's been getting a lot of runs. So I think he's fine in tournaments. If you still want to keep riding that out, go for it. Uh, Frank the Tank Kaminsky, that's the guy. He's been getting a, some decent minutes. The price has gone up a little bit, but I still think there's a little bit left on uh, him at that price tag. So I think you can go with him. But uh, I'm not so enthused with this game. Uh, Ricky Rubio on the revenge game, I'll pass. Devin Booker, no need to against the Jazz. Don't think this is a good spot for him at all. So I will be, not be on him. Uh, and then if you look at um, if you look at the uh, Jazz side of the ball, there's just not a lot to like either, in my opinion. I mean, I guess Donovan Mitchell, I think, in uh, tournaments could be a really nice shooting guard payup option, and maybe be contrarian. But I'm not too going too crazy about this game. Yeah, you mentioned the tank, and it feels like Kaminsky isn't necessarily a great matchup against Gobert on the other side. He's been scuffling. It feels like a good spot for him to get right. Although, so I think Phoenix would lean on the girth of Baines more so before Kaminsky, uh, but I don't know if I need any of it. Uh, Stevie, what do you have in this game, if anything? Yeah, so like I did not like Frank Tank when I started my research today, but the more I more I look at it, the more like if Baines is going to match up with Gobert, then like Frank's going to get the better part of the matchup here. So I think Frank still ends up playing, you know, 25 to 30 minutes here and like Frank Kaminsky was the guy that I kind of lean on here. Um, I really don't like anything else from Phoenix. Like, you know, but the more I look at Kaminsky, the more I like the spot for him. Yeah. I mean, you also go throw in Dario Sharic into the conversation as well. As far as the big man, of course, we know he can suspend the next 24 games. Uh, Did get a note here on the RG app. And I guess you guys talked about it already. Uh, Embiid, apparently he plans on, uh, uh, he's going to go through, I think, pregame warmups. Is that what I'm seeing here? I don't know. He's still questionable. There you go. Likely to be a game-time decision. Good times on that. Um, Stevie, do you have a thought as far as the Utah side, or shall we move on? Donovan Mitchell is a guy you can play every night. Like, his usage is going to be insane all season. Um, Don't mind him. Royce O'Neal is another min-salary guy that should play around 30 minutes. You know, I I just like pointing out these, like, 30-minute guys that are min-salary, but he's not going to do much with his 30 minutes. Yeah, minutes equal money, but not all minutes are created equal. Royce O'Neal's minutes are created poorly. Uh, Denver, Sacramento. Cross that one off your bingo card there, people. Y- y'all following along at home uh, in the chat. Denver, Sacramento, 217.5 is the total. Sacramento's a five-point dog at home. Stevie, what do we have in this game? Um, starting with the Denver side, like I love Jokic. Um, you know, I, I kind of already said it a million times, but I like this spot for Jokic a lot. Sacramento is going to be throwing um, Mangone at, at center tonight um, behind Dwayne Dedman. So, like, you know, it, it's just a really good spot here for Jokic. Um, if they use him, I hate playing Jokic. And everybody that listens to me knows how much I hate playing Jokic, but I think this is a good spot for him. Jamal Murray seems like he's still priced appropriately um, or kind of underpriced across the sites. And I don't hate Will Barton as a tournament play. Mangone? 
Yeah, man, uh, I will be playing against Jokic tonight, and I can take a charge, so uh, you better watch out. But uh, yeah, Jokic, <laughs> Jokic is pretty good. Uh, I definitely think he's a really good tournament option with everyone keying on all these other centers and wanting to pay up for all these guards. The, the double center lineup that Stevie talked about is a really, really good tournament uh, play. Like if you're in the Roto-Grinders lineup builder, uh, let's say uh, head over there and just make like a 10 to 15%, make a player group of Drummond with, uh, with Jokic, and uh, make sure you have that. I think it's a really good setting to use. I haven't done that yet, and maybe I'll do it when I get off air, but that's something I'm thinking on the top of my head is something that I should do. So uh, if you know if you're sad with the builder and like to do that kind of stuff, that's something I would recommend for sure. Um, but yeah, Jokic is obviously a good play. And then I'm kind of staying away from the rest of the guys. There's just a lot going on. Uh, I think De'Aaron Fox is a good run back with Jokic. That's what I would kind of do if you want to play him. Maybe run it back with Fox. Uh, Bielitz is a really nice, cheap uh, option that you can go to it forward. But I think there's some better forward uh, plays, but uh, it's tough. Uh, Holmes is the guy that can pick up a ton of fouls. That's the one worry. And Deadman again, he's another guy at center, but uh, there's a lot of good pay up centers. So I don't know if you want to waste a spot on him. Lots of questions here loading up in chat here. A lot of them coming from YouTube. Uh, again, we're going to have these slates where it's five or six games or seven games. I promise we'll, we'll be able to answer as many questions as possible. It's really tricky on the 11 game slate, but let's knock these out. And then we'll talk about the, uh, the, uh, the hammer. That is the Hornets and the Clippers. Stevie, you're batting first as far as these questions. Let's make these quick, rapid fire. Barrett versus Rose. Rose. Mangone, cash for FanDuel. You got Brogdon or you have Rich. This is a twofer. Brogdon and Richardson versus Ball and Rose, assuming Drew is out. Yeah, Ball and Rose for sure. Easy. Uh, Stevie, Mario versus Bays. Like Baysmore is interesting as well, too. Mario. Hood over both of them, but Mario over Bays. Uh, Mangone McCullum versus Rose. Oh man. Um, probably Rose. Uh, sounds crazy to think, but, uh, McCullum can be so, and his, his points fluctuate so much. Uh, I, I think I'd rather go with Rose. Uh, Lowry versus Brogdon, Stevie. Brogdon. Uh, Brogdon versus Barrett. A lot of, a lot of layovers. So a lot of, a lot of, you know, different, same names, just different guys are, are Brogdon. off against. Brogdon's the answer to everyone against Brogdon unless it's Curry. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's see, man, going Trey young or Embiid, of course, if he plays, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go Trey young. Could you play Spellman and Marquise Chris? We kind of mentioned Spellman in passing. He's another guy that in theory could play 25 minutes or so. Stevie, can you play those guys together? They're cheap enough, I guess, but maybe. I don't like the correlation of those it's guys. Thin. I wouldn't play them together. Yeah, I would I would worry about because that game, the Pelicans can go really small. I would worry about center Draymond Green lineups happening and that could cause some problems. So well, uh, welcome I, to thirty minutes thirty minutes ago in the show. Okay, well I was on the bench getting yelled at by the coach, man. The coach was in my ear. Probably so. <laughs> I hope you didn't like throw a towel in his face or anything like that. Yeah, uh, listen, I've done a very good job though, man. I'm staying in the game and I got four more minutes to last. So Lonzo or Brogdon, what do you have for me there? Lonzo. Uh, a two for Stevie. Curry and Bazemore versus Buddy Heald and CP3. Um, the second one. All right. There's still more questions there. Hopefully we'll get to them in just a second. I mean, there's not a lot to say as far as Charlotte and the Clippers. Don't right? play anybody from this game. <laughs> I mean, 228 is the total. Uh, I believe is Charlotte on the back-to-back. Yeah, the, I think Charlotte's on the back-to-back. And what? a three and four. No travel for what it's worth. They stayed in the same city because they played the Lakers last night. Uh, Clippers, of course, are 15-point favorites here, Mangone. Yeah, I mean, I like Harrell. Um, the Charlotte side is whatever. Washington, I think, is still cheap on Yahoo. He's still going to play 35 minutes probably no matter what the score is. Uh, Zeller looks good this year, but his price is up. You have thoughts on this game, Mangone? Try to make them quick if you can. Uh, yeah, um, 
I think the Charlotte side, it's tough. Maybe I'd go with Bridges. I don't mind him. But uh, I think the one guy I would definitely look to play in tournaments is uh, Lou Williams, right? Sweet Lou. Uh, he loves putting up them buckets. And this is a spot where you can really put up some buckets. And price is still cheap enough. And uh, I think this is one of those games where you could easily see Kawhi just kind of taking a backseat, sitting on the bench, relaxing, and letting Lou Will. And even like uh, Shaman, if you want a cheap guard, you don't hate him. But uh, not a guy I'm loading up on. I, I prefer Lou Williams. Though. I think this is a game that he could really have one of those massive games. I'll say this. I try not to freak out as far as blowout so much, but there is a scenario where the Clippers are beating the Hornets by so much. Uh, say they're up by 25 points with like three minutes to go in the third or so, and Harrell and Lou don't start the second half. So they're going to get their last rotation cut short. And like normally you think backups will kind of eat in the, in the blowout, but what's going to happen in theory uh, is the Clippers are up by so much, they'll kind of skip those guys and then go to the guys behind them. Uh, Stevie, did I explain that correctly? You understand what I'm suggesting, right? Drew, Drew Holiday is out tonight. All right. Well, that, that that's a helpful <laughs> drop in as well, too. Uh, all right. Well, let's knock out a few more questions before we step aside and get out of here. Mangone, uh, favorite shooting guard tonight on FanDuel? Uh, favorite shooting guard on FanDuel. That's, I mean, is it raw points? Like, what's the... Dude, just you, the, the guy you have the most of. Check check your script. I, I'm trying right now, man. I'm trying to go over there and do that. Let's I'll see. go back to mine, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mine is Derek Gross. Done. Derek Gross. Okay. All right. Mine is D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Gary Harris has been playing a lot of minutes. Not very well, Stevie. Do we like Gary Harris tonight? Probably not. Uh, Ilya Sova? 3.2K mango. He's another guy that uh, probably doesn't play a ton if that game becomes a blowout because he's an old vet. He doesn't. Yeah. I, I saw some like he had like higher usage than I expected. And I was like, whoa, that's really strange when I was looking at some court IQ stuff. But I figured it was an outlier with the small sample. Also, a really good shooting guard now with the news is JJ Reddick. He had a massive usage going on. And I could see him popping a ton of threes in this matchup. Uh, we can get him cheap. Uh, Stevie's, Stevie's a big fan of JJ. I'm sure he likes him too. I'm not a fan of Wesley Matthews. I'm being asked about Wesley Matthews or Bryn Forbes, Stevie. Forbes. Uh, Mangone, Westbrook and Drummond versus Giannis uh, and Jokic. Oh, man. Always always not Giannis. Uh, go with the other combo. It's the worst analysis ever. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, your, your favorite cheap forward. I don't have a site, but just give me something. Uh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Mangone, Rose and Ball versus Brogdon and Hart for tournaments. Definitely the first one, Rose and Ball. Especially, I mean, like, dude, like with this situation now, like Lonzo Ball is a really, really good play. Uh, you could see a smash game from him. Uh, he, I might even lock button him. I, I had like 50% before. I might lock him now. Ball and Ingram, both great plays. Finish strong, uh, man, go and give me, give me a hot take before we leave and get out of here. Um, is, is saying Lonzo Ball, uh, Lonzo Ball 50 fantasy points or more? Is that a hot take? It's, I mean, lukewarm. It's, it's not like scalding, but it's right, Go to Stevie and then I'll give you one back after. Stevie? I'm going to do the same one I had from the extra survey. Triple-double from Chris Paul tonight. There you go. I like that. Mangone, we're, we, we're out of time. You just got your sixth foul. You're out of here. Uh, thank you for watching. Thanks for Yahoo the sponsoring. Again, stay tuned if you guys are uh, if you guys are premium members. You got the uh, crunch time coming up next with Andy and JSU and Broth. He's Mangone. He's Stevie. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. Enjoy your basketball tonight. We're out of here. Holler. Holler.